the Academy Award-winning director, Steven Soderbergh. Brett Favre claims not to know what a podcast is. You know, I have a podcast, Brett. Did you know that? Um, no, you don't know what a podcast is. <laughs> Reggie Wayne, Brett Edward. I had a, a, a pet snake mm-hmm. by the name of Law. I'm not a snake fan. I don't like snakes. Buy the snake in the house. I get a, a, a text on my two-way. Law dead. <laughs> Chris Cooley threatened to prank call me. Tyson, how are you? This is David Dunn. Did I see No, you didn't because I'm recording this thing right oh, now, no, dude. No, no. This You're is the, the podcast. Uh, you the Andy best. Reed did not call Tim Tebow last night. <laughs> too much. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. I don't download many podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Rich Eisen Podcast. Here's your host, Rich Eisen. It's time for the mock draft edition of the Rich Eisen Podcast, which is essentially cherry-picking Chris Law's work from the other day. Uh, you were able to see it on NFL Network, also be able to stream it on NFL.com, which you still can. Mike Mayock uh, from the command center from where I'm coming to you right now in New York City's uh, league offices right in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. Uh, we were all together, the we being me and Steve Mariucci and Charles Davis and Melissa Stark and uh, Dave Damaschek and Daniel Jeremiah and Brian Billick. All of us uh, divvied up the 32 first-round picks evenly. And Mike Mayock was the mock commissioner of the Mike Mayock commissioned mock draft on NFL.com. And just like we did last year, uh, we're just going to flat out post it right here on the Rich Eisen podcast. So soak it all in here at the draft site in New York City. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Mayock, and apparently I'm the commissioner for the fifth annual NFL.com mock draft. And I'm pretty pumped off about the panel. We've assembled today. We've got analysts. We've got hosts. We've got play-by-play guys. We got fantasy guys. We got men. We got women. We got everything covered for the fifth annual mock draft. And I really think before we get started, this thing's going to be kind of fun this year because last year, Charles Davis, we knew who those first two picks were. I mean, everybody knew the quarterbacks were going. This year, there is absolutely no idea. What's going to happen in the top 10, 11 to 20, and so on. So what we're going to see, is it sexy up top? Probably not. But there's more drama than any draft I've ever seen in my life, and I'm excited about that. There's also more depth than any draft I've been associated with. There's more quarterback drama. There might only be one, maybe two. We've been used to having three quarterbacks a year now for several years. So without further ado, let me introduce to you our panel, starting with my compatriot right here, Charles Davis. Defensive back at the University of Tennessee. I'm happy you're leading us off tonight because you have earned that honor through your work on Path to the Draft. My man, Charles Davis. And, of course, you can't start with Michael Irvin without the initials HOF, Hall of Fame 2007. Michael, I'm a little worried about where you're going with the second pick with Jacksonville. Twitter's a monster. And Rich Eisen, face of the NFL Network. I'm a little upset that you got that shirt when the rest of us were told we had to wear NFL Network gear. I, I oh, there is no I in team. Dude. Uh, there is a, an I in Rich and Eisen. And Eisen. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in podcast. Eisen podcast. 
all, Mike, all I know about this shirt, yes. it's also sexy up top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing sexy Something back. about this draft is sexy up top. That's the shirt. Okay, well, like I'd have it. worn the Mayock Football Academy logo if I had known that stuff was allowed. All so right. anyway, Melissa Stark, welcome to the panel. Are you upset that Coach Billick has the pick for your hometown, Baltimore? Oh, but it's only rightly so. Who better? Who better? Right. Oh, that way they can second guess it. And <laughs> 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 you can put off your easy pass and not That's let right. you know, it's not when they don't like it. Steve Mariucci, mm. nine years as a head coach. How many years for the playoffs? Four. Pretty good. Quarterback guru, can we call you that? No. <laughs> From your time in yeah, Green not Bay? Not a guru at all. Not a guru. Okay. Draft guru after today, though. You'll see. Dude, I'm looking he has forward to it. more notes than any person at this Mooch, you've, got the, you've got Detroit. You've got the Jets, by the way, which is a hot-button topic, of course, yeah, Cincinnati yeah. and San you Francisco. You want to stay tuned for that one. So you want to stay tuned for that. Dave Damashek, our fantasy principal. Dave, are you ready for this? I'm all set. I'm just concerned, and I would ask those members on this side of the table to keep an eye on Coach Billick. No cribbing off of my no, nose. Do this is not fantasy, okay? Oh, no, no. I'm all set for the hardcore. This is real. And David, I, didn't, I don't follow fantasy because when I got fired, I didn't get fantasy fired. <laughs> you got fired. Yeah, you, by the way, Coach, for the record, you, those weren't fantasy bucks you got either after you got fired. You have Cleveland at 6, Carolina at 14, Pittsburgh at 17, and Atlanta. Coach Brian Billick, welcome to the show, man. You looking forward to it? Absolutely. Those Arizona Cardinals. Arizona at 7, New Orleans at 15, Minnesota at 23, and Baltimore. Defending champions at 32. I'm to defer to DJ because I did when we were there together. I just <laughs> and DJ, I'm excited. You know, you've been working with us on Path to Draft. You're a former NFL scout. It's your first time in this particular war room. You a little nervous? There's pressure in here. I mean, you look more like pressure you're in here than there was in the, in the in the real war room. Dude, you look like you're like 11. I mean, there's got to be pressure. <laughs> I got four kids. I'm like 60. They age you. They age you. This is Dorian Gray right here. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We, I, we all appreciate the presence of this panel. I think we're going to have some fun. Uh, for Damashek and Eisen, just because I'm a little nervous about you guys, like the regular commissioner, there is a time element here. No problem. Okay? So when I put you on the clock, dude, you're on the clock. Okay? And we're going to move this thing along. And we might make some comments, positive, negative. We, you know, we, but we're going to appreciate the pick regardless. That's the way we roll here. Charles Davis. I would love you to kick it off. You've got one minute to tell us who the Kansas City Chiefs are going to take and why. Well, we all know that there's a regime change in Kansas City. New general manager John Dorsey coming from the Green Bay Packers. New head coach Andy Reid coming from Philadelphia. Quarterback would seem to be a screaming need since Matt Castle is no longer there. But in the offseason, what did they do? They went and got Alex Smith, who's played fairly well, actually better than fairly well over the last two years. His last full start. He's 18 for 19 throwing the ball, and then the guy never sees the field again. So all that being said, it looks like they filled some holes. Plus, I don't think that there's a better roster of a 2-14 and 14 team that's ever been there. How many Pro Bowlers, out there. Right? I mean, they had six Pro Bowlers yeah. last year. They, they were a, not just a trendy pick. They were a solid pick to win the division last year, even with Peyton Manning in there. They've got to get better. Brandon Albert is their left tackle as we sit here. Let's see what happens by the time this all goes down. But I think they go big. Andy Reid likes big guys. Yeah. I think they go big early. Luke Jokel's been penciled in from day one at Texas A&M. But guess what, folks? The Detroit Lions. Uh, Central casting is over. Eric Fisher is going to the Kansas wow. City Chiefs oh, as the first pick of the NFL Central draft. Michigan. I have to tell you, I highly endorse that player because he is the number one player on my board. And I love the fact that you took Eric Fisher, plug him in at left tackle, and as Charles said, 
the whereabouts of their current left tackle, Brandon Albert. I, I got a feeling it could be Miami b- b- before the draft starts. Michael Irvin. Coach, I'm, I'm, I'm running right now towards that podium because I see I see a young football team. I see two good receivers. Both had about 900 yards last year, Blackman and Short. So I say okay to myself. Now, do I, I need somebody to get them the ball? Chad Heaney was in Jacksonville last year. He went one and five. The guy you guys love, Gabber, he went one and nine. I'm gonna, I, I got to take a quarterback right here because I got to understand. I can put an offense on the board, put points on the board. I can win games. I can take one defensive player. I need so many things on defense. I can take a defensive player. It may not change my season. I'm going to get guy that threw 42 touchdowns. I'm going to get Geno Smith. Geno right Smith. Wow. Wow. Now, okay, now. Right now, I want some more touchdowns. You endorse this pick? We got to. I do not endorse this pick. I'm a receiver. I want the ball. Michael, that that was going to be my preface to my remark with you. Let's all take into account (laughs) the position you used to play. Now, let's take a look at the big picture. David Caldwell is the new general manager. Gus Bradley is the new head coach. And I understand the one philosophy that you get a new quarterback and you grow with him. That's your philosophy. I also don't think that there's been any fair fair opportunity for Blaine Gabbert to play quarterback because that offensive line has been the worst I've seen in football. Won't this and be his third regime, too, in three on years? Gabbert, Gabbert. It's going to be Gabbert's third, third regime, regime in, in three, three years. years. But, but, Michael, what I'm asking you is I know you're excited about the upside of this kid, and there's considerable mm-hmm. upside. There's also considerable mm-hmm. downside. There's a lot of bad tape. Having said that, with a new GM, with the first pick he's ever going to make, would you rather go with a pick where you can plug a tackle in there like Luke Jokel for the next eight to ten years, or Sharif Floyd, a defensive tackle, and know that the floor is a heck of a lot higher? Yeah, with, with, with the new rules and, and not having to give up $50 million right. on a quarterback, i got to try to find my quarterback. i got to try to find the guy. You know, he gets what in, if he's he in next year's these class? guys, black men shorts. i got to try it now. i got to go now. Now, I tell you what, they got Jed Fish in there as, as a new OC, and I love Jed, and I, I – Work with him at Miami. I've been in those meeting rooms, and I know he's real good with quarterbacks. So I didn't think about maybe he can get with Galbert and get it going. But I, I, I won't take the chance. Did, I'm going to get you know because I got to find. I, I, if I, I'll get rid of one of these quarterbacks and get something. next year. If the, if one of them, well, I'll get rid of one. And, of the, them and, and the new GM that. came from Atlanta, right? And yes. wasn't he part of that group? Member back in the day, yeah. took Matt Ryan yeah. and started to grow with him. Might have a track record. I, I don't think. Like, you're a head coach. If you're a new head coach, to go with the young quarterback, that's the time to do it rather than uh, the end of your contract. Right, Brian? You've period together okay. and see how fast you can take this thing over. And, and Michael, so. if he takes off next year, God bless you. I've got him as my number 21 guy on my board, and congratulations. <laughs> there's a, but there's a former <laughs> Appalachian State quarterback who likes to point out, I think, he, oh, there he is right there. There's no other App State quarterback. As a first-year coach, you grab a quarterback, you're married to that guy. If he goes down, you're going down with him. And that's fine. You've committed to that guy, and you're exactly right, David. Okay, and, we, and you, we've got to move this along. a wide receiver. Uh, Mr. Eisen. <laughs> yes, sir. Sitting on the board right now, the Oakland Raiders. Boy, do they have a ton of needs, they and they're cap-strapped. They've got dead money all over the place. They have few picks, and everyone counts. Where are they going? Well, um, obviously, this is a crucial pick, not only because, as usual, uh, Raider fans, if you sm- uh, if you got them, smoke them during the draft because the Raiders aren't making too many picks. 
and um, this is their first uh, first round selection since the star of uh, CS, uh, CSI Alabama, uh, Rolando McClain. So um, this is big, and I didn't think that there'd be a left tackle like Luke Jokel available at this point. Yep. Uh, I thought maybe if I'm Reggie McKenzie that Eric Fisher might be there, but he's gone. I I, I am still going to just stick with with the pick that I thought I was going to go with uh, from the very beginning because there's been quite the flight on my defensive line in the past mm. few weeks. So I'm going to go with Sharif Floyd very as nice. the new Oakland mm. Raider wow. and, uh, and have all the folks in the black hole go ahead and enjoy this Gator taking some bites out of some players. Hopefully I've- Peyton Manning. If I'm a, an Oakland Raider fan, it, fit, it fits a need. I think Jokel is the obvious other one, but but I don't think anybody in the country could argue with that one. Melissa Stark, you're on the clock with the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. I mean, I I uh, didn't expect this situation. Okay, so this is also an interesting pick. Um, I know fans are excited to see what new head coach Chip Kelly will bring to the NFL. I, I was actually thinking quarterback. I knew Mike, you wouldn't agree with that, but. You know, Michael Vick may say this is his team, this is his job, but I don't think any of us think that that's the long-term solution there. Um, but the, the quarterback I was thinking is gone. So I am uh, looking to upgrade my offensive line. And, I mean, I've got your – well, no, he wasn't your number one pick. But no. I've got what many assume to be the number one mm-hmm. overall pick right there. So I'm going Luke Jokel. Luke Jokel. Nice. very excited about it. Think about the, the Philadelphia Eagles have three <laughs> offensive linemen over 30 years old, right. in, including their left tackle, off injuries, who's yeah. a heck of a player. And I think you, I think you can plug Jokelin on the right side and kick yeah. Harriman's inside. I yeah. like the move. Charles? Okay, the Jokel pick at, at Philadelphia at four. If, I'm going to ask the question yeah. here. Chip Kelly, if he's going to be more up-tempo, yeah. Yeah. Will, they have a, will they have a discussion, you think? Let's say Jokel's available <laughs> and Lane Johnson's yeah, I, available. I Will the discussion be there about Lane Johnson being more athletic and fitting them? I think Lane Johnson mm. fits them a little better because of the up-tempo athletic style that he, he, he has. Jason Peters has And, and I also think that Deion Jordan from mm-hmm. Oregon is a logical guy. One. The coaching staff knows and trusts, and it fits a need. So, but Luke um, Jokel is a I, heck of a play. I, I, I think worst-case scenario, and, and it's a double move because now you're plugging in, a, you're putting him at right tackle and kicking your right tackle inside the guard, and you've gotten better in two places. Yep. So, and he may uh, move to left pretty quickly. We're talking about two Achilles in the last couple yeah. of years. One thing I know, though, is if all the players that are there, when the Eagles pick, it's going to be a very happy war room. If they're trying to decide between Luke Jokel, Lane Johnson, <laughs> and Deion yeah. Jordan, it's they're going to be pretty look, happy. Look, really picking at four, they've got to be pretty happy anyway, yeah. right? I mean, they're, they're, there's four or five players. You know they're going to be happy, mm-hmm. and that's a solid pick. Mooch, hey, okay. number five, uh, you got You're pleasant fine. memories over there in the, the Detroit or Talk to me. We have some needs because we uh, were 4-12 and 12 last year, s- slipped back a little bit, thought we had things on track, but we've got to get better. We've had a couple guys leave the program on both sides of the ball. So there's some ki- considerations for us could be, you know, replace somebody on defense. you got Van and Bosch and Chris Abel, Averill, that uh, Cliff Averill that left uh, could use a pass rusher. Just choose Mike Williams and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> they do a, a receiver every year. It doesn't pan out. And then um, what, what, what well, anniversary the, is the tackles are gone. You got Jeff Backus. Where's he from? Wait, 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 what do you mean the tackles are gone? Jeff Backus on on offense. Yeah. Oh, I thought Backus, you meant the, I thought you meant the three tackles in the draft. Backus and Sh- I'm, and sorry. Sh- I'm sorry. And Sherless, where's he yeah. from? 
Boston College. And uh, Bacchus is from Michigan, right? So um, they've got to find a way to protect their best player on the football team, their franchise player. Let them throw the ball to Calvin Johnson once in a while, Megatron. And the only way to do that is keep him upright because uh, so I'm going to go with a tackle. And the guy that's there, you know what? In some ways, in some ways, he's the best prospect anyway. Yep. Um, Lane Johnson from Oklahoma is the most athletic tackle. The guy runs 4-7, and uh, he's going to have to protect against guys like Bloodline over there in Green Bay, Jared Allen from the Vikings, right, Julius Peppers. I mean, that division's got some pass rushers, and you need some athletic tackles over there to protect Matthew Stafford. So Lane Johnson from Oklahoma, I am partying right now in Detroit with that guy. And four years ago, he was a junior college transfer. And by the way, we've got some tape of him playing quarterback that we'll show during the draft on Thursday night. But Lane Johnson, to me, has maybe more upside than any player in this draft. And let me give you three numbers, Mooch. 4-7-2 in the 40, as you alluded to. 10-foot-4 broad jump, same as A.J. Green. Same as A.J. Green. And a 9-foot-10 broad jump, same as Stephen Ridley. So he ran faster than Bolden. He jumped higher or the same as Green, and he jumped just as far as Ridley, and he's 310 pounds. Crazy. And he's still a crazy. Baby. And the guy's going to get in, in crazy. two years. He's a pro bowler. And uh, this guy, if he stays healthy, he's going to be really special. He's got the highest ceiling in the draft, I believe. And, you know, we're going to take a break here because I can't wait for Damashek's pick. And, and I, I want to build the momentum here a little bit. <laughs> Me either. We're and, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the fifth annual NFL.com mock draft special. And we've been through five picks. Quick summation, like we expected, three tackles. Lane Johnson at five. Luke Jokel, four to Philadelphia. And Charles Davis started us off with Eric Fisher, number one. We had a little bit of a wild card thrown in by what a surprise. Michael Irvin (laughs) at number two, taking the quarterback off the board for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, That's my way, David, of leading up to you, which I thought was going to be a key part of this first round. With all three tackles gone, I think some of their leverage to trade down is gone. Cleveland doesn't have a second-round pick. They've got a new hierarchy. This is a critical pick for the franchise. Come on, make it. Who do they so have? it's all on my Detroit. shoulders. All right, a Pittsburgh guy has to save uh, Cleveland, apparently. I did not anticipate. You used the royal we. I did not think Lane Johnson was going to go there. Just before we began, I contacted the GM of the San Diego Chargers, Rich Eisen, yes. and offered him the opportunity to move up to number six there and in, in anticipation of Lane Johnson being there. He shot that down. I would have flipped that second-round pick and Brandon Whedon to get Ryan Mallett from the New England Patriots. That's uh, great headwork, but there are no trades allowed. Me. I, know. I know. It's all done now. He's it's showing done. off. He's a rookie. Rookie mistake. A lot of brain power expanded. How about a pick? We're down to 15 Steve Milliner, I was going to go there. Right. But I don't think in this division we need two solid corners there as much as we do. Deion Jordan, the most dependable pass rusher in the draft. That's where I'm going. Deion Jordan. That's a pretty interesting pick. And with Joe Banner, Mike Lombardi there, Joe Banner's got a history. Quarterbacks, right? He likes quarterbacks. He likes big offensive linemen and defensive linemen. So you're going to pair him with that free agent acquisition from Baltimore, Kruger? Kruger's there. Yeah, I looked at uh, Ladulele and Barkevius Mingo, if only, and Ziggy Ansa, if only because those names are so much fun to say. But ultimately, it's Deion George. What a disappointment in Quentin Groves' house right now. Would you have taken last last year the big surprise was Bruce Irvin, as high as he went to Seattle? Which of these two would you take, Bruce Irvin or Deion George? Who, who I'm a Jordan with? guy, and, and I would compare Irvin more closely to Barkevius Mango. Right. Their size 
and height, weight, speed testing numbers are almost identical. So I think Mingo's more of, um, what you, of, of a um, Bruce Irvin, yeah. and I think that Deion Jordan is a completely different animal, mm-hmm. best suited for 3-4. He reminds me a little bit of Jason Taylor. But if, starts if you out want as a third-down guy. Yeah, yeah a little bit like not, the way so San Francisco like all, used Alden Smith. Is it, is it a huge surprise for a guy like that to go at six when we were all flabbergasted right. that Bruce Irvin yep. went at, what was it, 14, 15? He went 15 All right, Coach, listen, we're going to stay right here with you, Coach. And, and, and these guys need to protect an immobile quarterback, oh, but they also need an edge rusher and, and some other things. Where do you have them going, man? Well, you're right. I mean, you're talking about an offensive line that's given up 150 sacks in the last three years. Yep. But here's the, the hard part. One of the great lies is, well, we stick with our board. And right now, the problem that Bruce Arians has, who gets his first chance to be a head coach at 62 years old, I promise you when things calm down, he's thinking about who am I going to take with the seventh pick, gets his coffee, drives to work. He wasn't thinking, God, I hope there's an offensive guard available for me <laughs> with that seventh pick. And that's the problem. The best guy on the board right now are going to be a Warmack or a Jonathan Cooper. Yep. Great picks. Yep. Solid picks. Yep. You know, do you really? And as bad as you are on the offensive line, you need to take these guards. It would be a good, solid pick. I just don't know if I can bring myself to take a guard. Do it. Uh, if you're going to take a blue chip guard, you say he's blue chip, he's clean. He, or to use one of our terms, they got to be absolutely. I don't think. I think these guys are good. But, you know, Chance Warmack obviously didn't work out as well at the Combine. A little bit of a physical. Come on, Coach. Come on, Coach. Ten. I, I'm going to go. Nine. Nine. Eight. Oh, the gavel's coming up. Ziggy Ansah. He gives me a lot of latitude outside, inside. I know this guy's raw, but uh, there's a lot you can do with this kid. Mm. You know what? I, I think he's a projection because of the lack of snaps, but, but he's exciting off senior bowl practice tape, senior bowl game tape, even game more tape. so. Big upside. However, I kind of like the guard there. Oh, I'd love to go. You're not helping your quarterback. And by no. the way, I think Bobby Massey, the right tackle, played better at the end of the season. I think they need more help inside. So I kind of like the guard there. But I get that. I get you're that going later. high risk, high reward, first Absolutely. pick out of the box. Steve Keim and the new coach, Bruce Arians. You All right, right DJ. All right. All right. Buffalo at eight. They're going to pull the trigger on the quarterback, big boy? No, it's not happening. Not no. happening at the quarterback position, but i got to ask Rich something. Yes. They're playing some games in Canada next year again, right, Buffalo? You sure? Yep. They've got one so for sure. So we have not only to excite a city, we've got to excite a country. <laughs> oh, my goodness. With our pick. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. We can't, do that uh, a, we can't do that with a quarterback that we don't really believe in. The, the fans aren't going to go for that. The Canadians, they're a fickle bunch now. You have hey. to hit a home run right here, and who's going to be the big home run Actually, hitter score, in this draft? Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. Or score a goal. Wow. Now they're, they're turning off hockey question. right now. They're turning off hockey. That's, that's, a great, that's a great pick. And I, I like that pick. But here's my question to you: yep. They have the number one punt return punt return team in the league with Leotis McClendon already, right? McKelvin, excuse me. And they've got a guy playing tailback that's a similar kind of guy that they picked in the first ten, top ten, a couple years ago in Spiller. Is that a redundant pick? or no, I don't think so. I think it's just going to open up all these doors for the creativity we've seen in some of these other places. Now, I like to see Kevin Cobb's not going to get me too fired up, but if he's lined up in the shotgun next to C.J. Spiller right. and I'm sending Tavon Austin in deep motion, you don't know if I'm giving it to Spiller or I'm flipping it to Tavon Austin? I endorse the pick, I and I, th- I, I think Daniel Jeremiah just got the most explosive player in the draft, and we're going to call a halt right now, take a break, and when we come back, Charles Davis on the clock with those exciting New York Jets. Eight picks on the board now, and interestingly enough, the last three, Deion Jordan, 
Dave Damashek picked him going to the Cleveland Browns. I think that's a pretty good call there at six. Brian Billick took Ezekiel Ansah. Fits a need, coach. I think you articulated very well, however, it could have gone guard. And if it's guard, then it's either Warmack or Cooper. I would say Cooper fits their offensive scheme. And DJ taking the pocket rocket from West Virginia. <laughs> Tavon Austin, that's pretty cool. And now we step into, Charles, some really interesting territory. Everybody's aware of the trade. Exit Darrell Rivas. In comes an extra draft pick. Jets are down a corner. They've got two picks sitting right in here. <laughs> Nine and 13. Do you replace the corner? Do you go offense? What do you do to prop your quarterback up? Board yours, man. All I know, Charles, before you say that, speaking for all New Yorkers, if the Bills take Tavon Austin before the Jets... We may on NFL Network have to either turn off the microphones or call the FCC beforehand. Because there will be a lot of unmentionables coming from the rafters. I have Radio one more City question. Music. How come we have two general managers for the Jets? You know, you why not? I don't get that. Why not? Need all the help totally we can get. get. What about pass rush? Hey, can, we can There's trade only, GMs, can't we? What about pass rush? Players. There's only one. Hi, right, Charles. You're on the board. you got one minute. What, what about pass rusher, too? That's what do you another, want, man? Another yeah, spot lot, to, right? know, for the Jets. And, and what we're going to find out coming up is where the Jets truly are headed because of these two picks, 9 and 13, how these are paired are going to tell you a lot about what Rex Ryan's dealing with coming up this year. You know, is, is, this, is this something that he's got a chance to look for the future or it's win now or be gone? And I look at this. We know Revis has to be replaced now. There are a ton of corners in this draft. Have we taken one off the board yet? Nope. Not even. Nope. So they've got three to, search, to, to get. They can come back at 13 and get that. Rex Ryan will have a plan. Alden Smith there was a plan for him in San Francisco when he was drafted. <clears throat> Kiki Mingo, LSU, rushed the passer. Okay, they go Copels last year. He's a hand-in-the-ground guy. I use this guy with a plan. Go get me the quarterback. This is what they get right now. That'll help my corner when I take him later. So the Jets take an edge rusher, very similar to Bruce Irvin. I think he's going to be on the field, though, Charles, probably sub-situations, which is Plus or minus 60% of the game, yep. and you're going to bang the table for him. Yes, I am, because right. I've got nothing else right now that I can go with because <laughs> Tavon Austin got yanked, and I'm not really ready there, I don't think, to prop up Mark Sanchez with another guy in that spot. All right. Well, now, Michael, we, we head over to Tennessee now. <laughs> yes. Okay. They need an edge rusher. They need a corner. They could use interior offensive linemen. Yes. What, do you, what are you feeling here, Michael? You know, and when Quarterback? I look at it, no, no, not here. Not, not, not a quarterback, even though I'm not sure about their quarterback either. You know, but, but you know, it, the best year, one of the best years they've had recently was the year that CJ2K was really running the ball well. Right. You know, and, and, and you can say, let's get him some help because well, I still got both of those big guards. Right? Yeah, you do. Big uh, chance, Wormack right up in there. I can really use him. If I can get him going again, if I can get CJ2K going, Again, then maybe those running back, maybe those quarterbacks can start doing something. Okay. So I, I actually, I will go with the with the big guy, with the big fellow Wormack. Wormack, War Daddy from Alabama. There's some yep. medical concerns on him, yep. and it might but take a, him a year or two. But he's me a great out a little bit. Strong guy, he touches you, you're in trouble. Did you consider Mike? Did, did, did you consider, consider the other guard Cooper at all? Yes. Who's a little bit of a better yeah, zone yeah, Jonathan, blocker? Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you like Wormack. Yeah, I, I, I want. Okay. He's, uh, he's a whole lot of man. Rich, we, we got some issues now over in San Diego. We got, we got a whole new hierarchy and a quarterback that needs to be protected, but, but this offensive line board's beginning to get decimated. Well, he made uh, uh, Michael Irvin just made uh, my decision for me because uh, I was going to take uh, 
I was going to take a guard, one of the two guards that was available. Then if both were available, it would have been an embarrassment of riches. Um, and uh, it was the most recent pop culture reference that our commissioner made throughout the entire four-day uh, scouting combine in Indianapolis when he said that they, we were hanging with Mr. Cooper uh, during the offensive lineman. Oh Seriously, it was the most recent. Stripes brought right. things back to the Stone Age a little bit. But, Mark Curry uh, reference? Yeah, yeah, you made a Mark Curry reference. Mark Curry. Remember that. Okay, right. So we're, we're going to see, shut me up now. Um, that was my we're, we're hanging with Mr. Cooper. We're going to take Jonathan Cooper. Jonathan Cooper. I like it. And that's a great pick. But I, the thing Uh-oh. I hate, did you, did you look at all of D.J. Fluker at that point? They don't have a tackle on the roster that, that's a starter, in my opinion. I go with the best player available on my board, I like <laughs> and that was the guy. <laughs> that was a test. Hey, you hey, go. Nice shot by you. I go, you know. Plus, I go with plus, best player available. That's my philosophy. By the way, the, the, the draft is an art, not a science. There you go. <laughs> For anyone out there. Can you play DJ Fluke right Back to side. back, offensive guards at 10 and 11. Melissa, that brings us to a very similar situation in Miami where right. they've paid an awful lot of money for some quality free agents, mm-hmm. and there's a big hole at left tackle, but linemen are flying off the board. What right. are you going to do? Okay, so, right. Um, well, they, yeah, as you Mr. said. Fluker. Hey, everybody. Nice job with that. Well done. Thank you. You can stay. (laughs) As you said, um, so they added a lot of weapons for their second-year quarterback for Ryan Tannehill. Um, But they lost their, let's see, they lost their corner, Sean Smith. So I'm thinking in a division with Tom Brady and the Patriots, we're going to go, we're going to bolster the secondary. Got to defend the pass. Right. Uh, And... We're going with Xavier Rhodes. Ooh, the first corner off the board. I like it. So you considered Fluker? Did you consider Fluker the tackle? Um, I... What are you, an agent? Are you Fluker's agent? I mean, you're... I'm asking. That's approximately where he's going to go... Did you think about him, or did you? Just, and, and when you went corner, why did I you thought about 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 yeah, I thought about him. I thought about him. I thought about Fluker yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about Fluker two minutes ago. But in, in all honesty, in real life, if yeah. this happens in yeah. real life, where the Dolphins are sitting at the board where they were with everyone else off the board, there's no question Ireland and the rest of those crew are just staring at the phone, begging for it to yeah. ring for somebody who loves someone at the 12 spot. At this and, and there's and corners sitting there where it might happen, no doubt about it. Begging. And with that comment, because we're going to keep everybody in suspense for our next pick, the New York Jets are on the clock. And Booch, think oh, Fluker. Think Fluker. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're going to break, Booch. Oh, okay. Oh, think yeah. Fluker. You're going to have to wait along with everybody else, big boy. This commercial message where. brought to you by Fluker. Well, Jets on the board at number 13 with their second first-round pick. At number 9, Charles Davis had him taking Kiki Mingo. Oh, Eddie Mingo. Rusher from LSU. And Steve Mariucci. You are now the guest picker mm-hmm. for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Critical pick in their future. Where are you going, man? Guest picker. You know, I like where I'm sitting right now. I, I like Mingo on the team, and I'm hoping my phone rings because I want to back. There are a lot of good players right now that are left that, that I could draft. And I, yeah, I lost three safeties. I could maybe think about Kenny Baccaro. I lost Dustin Keller. Uh, could think of the tight end over yeah, there. Tyler be, Eifert from like the Golden Domer, right? Okay. Yep. But you know what? We just lost that really good player named Revis. And so I didn't think D. Milner was going to be available here. But since the Dolphins took Xavier Rhodes, I'm going to take D. Milner <laughs> from Alabama, the corner, and I'm going, to, I'm going to plug him in for that spot. Now, he's got to get healthy, but I think he will. And uh, let's plug him in and play. We've got two defenders in the first round. Now, Moose, they had a first-round pick sitting in the wings, right, from Boise a couple of years ago, a corner. Kyle Wilson. Okay, and Kyle Wilson, mm-hmm. you're not you're – not, 
He's just he, he's yeah, just he, a guy. He plays. He's uh, he's he's a, an additional corner's depth. Okay, so he'll stay at nickel. Milner's your starter. That gets us to Dave Damashek. Carolina Panthers, where are you going, David? Well, congratulations to D on that front row seat to the Rex Ryan farewell tour this season. No, I will no. go at number 14, wide receiver, of course, the long-standing need, well, defensive cool, tackle. Man. I'd like to go Corderell Patterson here, but I'm gonna no. I'm gonna use my brain and go star Latu Lele. Star Lotulele. We've been hearing a lot of talk about them picking a defensive Star. tackle. Did you also consider the kid from Missouri, Sheldon Richardson. I did. I like the uh, I like the upside. Of the, I, I think that uh, Star fell only because of the pre-draft. I mean, the pre-combine. Now he's 100 percent cleared on he's the 100 percent cleared though. I think there became a little perception about him that let him slid there. I think he's a steal at 14. Okay. All right. All right. We put the star in at 14. Coach Billick at 15. New Orleans. They've got a 3-4 conversion going on with one of the Ryan brothers. Which, which direction are you heading? Yeah, they got, and they've got to dress up. The offensive line, yep. I, I think they're okay with Charles Brown. And, and you've been talking about DJ Fluker. I'd love to go that route. But I think he made the change of defensive coordinator. He's got to give Rex Ryan something to work with as well. Uh, boy, there's a couple tough ones here. You know, obviously the corner would be good, too. I'm going to throw a curve at you. I'm going to go with Jarvis Jones. I'm going to give Ooh. him someone to play with here. I know there's the medical, and I know there's some issues about uh, this kid, but he has fallen enough, and he does have some uh, dynamic talent. Vaughn Miller, not strong with the hands. Oops. That kind of comparison. i got to give Rex Ryan, or Rob Ryan something to work with. And Pittsburgh sitting at 17, thinking of the same type of guy. That, that might have been their pick. Jarvis Jones, explosive edge guy from the University of Georgia. Bulldogs at 15. And, and DJ, the first of two picks now for St. Louis. The residue of the RG3 trade, they're going to pick up Washington at 22. Their pick at 16. They've got some really obvious needs. Which direction are you going? I thought about receiver, but the good news is is that Charles gets to make another pick for my team here at 22. So I'm going to leave the receiver lifting to you, Charles. Ooh. And I'm going to take a guy I think has got a chance to be a Pro Bowl player at 16. I'm going to go with Kenny Vaccaro, oh, the safety from Texas. I knew it. You hurt you. Knew it. Good, good call. That's, a, that's a perfect pick for them. And, and no, I think once Austin's off the board, safety becomes a logical direction mm-hmm. here. I, I, I think Les Snead, the GM's happy. I think Coach Jeff Fisher's happy. You plug a hole. That's a good, stout defense already. By the way, people forget they were 4-1-1 in the division last year. Beat up some of those big boys. They beat San Francisco in overtime, and 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 they tied San Francisco in overtime. And with that thought, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Damashek doubles down on the Steelers. We're halfway through the fifth annual NFL.com mock drafts. And Dave Damashek is going to talk to us about the Pittsburgh Steelers at 17. But let's do a real quick review with some of the players that are still on board. Uh, I've got my seventh guy, Sheldon Richardson, still available. Tyler Eifert at number 13. DJ Hayden, 14. DJ Fluker, that big tackle, remains my 15th pick. My, excuse me, my 15th uh, evaluation. From there, Dave Damashek, Pittsburgh Steelers on the board at 17. But don't feel pressure to take one of those guys. No, well, <laughs> this is you know this is a tough spot. The the water in the three rivers testy right now with the Bengals on the rise, the defending Super Bowl champions in the division. The Browns now have Deion Jordan. I feel like my decision is just about made for me. I they, there's a needed safety with Palomalo and Clark long in the tooth, but Vaccaro's gone. Outside linebacker, there goes Jarvis Jones, so he's off the board for me. 
Running back's a need. Marcus Lattimore's knee, though, another matter. Although I do hope that they would reach for him in the second round. So that leaves me with the wide receiver out of Tennessee. No, not Corderell Patterson. Justin Hunter. Wow. Six wow. foot Hunter. four. He's got Hunter. nice speed. Wow. I like, and he's a difference from Manny Sanders and from Antonio Brown. He, uh, he cuts a different figure than, they, than those guys do. Roethlisberger needs another weapon. Justin Hunter Especially, instead of Cordero Patterson. Well, I like you know, that. and also Heath Miller's down to start the season. Who knows how he'll come so back. So did you think about a tight end there? I did. I mean, I've, Heath so, Miller, yes. though, hopefully bounces back and has a few more good years left. When you look at Justin Hunter, the two things on the negative side that jump out at me are lack of physicality and an awful lot of drops. Concern mm-hmm. you at all? Well, it does, and it's and it definitely is a uh, a bit of a reach there. But I've also heard uh, some doubters when it comes to his teammate there in Tennessee. Let, let, let me help you with something. Second year after the knee injury for Justin Hunter, yep, things exactly. should improve. Exactly. He should get better. I think part of the drops was coming back from the knee and how sure. he got hurt yep, in the yep. first place, where the ball came and so on. So, plus character, I love this kid. Okay. Charles Davis likes it. Then Michael Irvin. He's from Tennessee. Yes, this is a great yeah. Michael Irvin. For some reason, Michael, you got the Dallas Cowboys in this mock draft. So yeah, educate us. And, and listen, I, I lost my guy that I wanted right there in Texas. Could have brought his family up, made a lot of money. Brought <laughs> his family come into the game, but I do want to. Pair up. I love the young Claiborne out of LSU. I love what they did with him. I love his attitude. I love the way he plays the game. I'll go back to that well and get Eric Reed. Well, Ooh, that's, your oh, right. this, yes. that's a pretty strong pick, and, and I would yeah, make the I would make the case that one of the reasons this team hasn't won a Super Bowl in an awful lot of years. Well, I, I retired. But I would make the case outside of your particular involvement <laughs> since then, the lack of playmaking safeties to me has been their biggest downfall on defense. And and I think Eric Reed takes care of that. That that's a big long kid that can run. And from that point we're looking at Rich Eisen. <laughs> New York Giants at 19, but we're going to make you wait. And Rich Eisen, you think this through. A lot of pressure picking the Giants. I know that. Yeah, the Giants. I know that. You had a long flight from San Diego to New York to make this pick. I did. I did. And uh, my arms are tired. (laughs) So, Rich, you think about this, and we'll be right back. You got it. Back at the mock draft, pick number 19. Rich Eisen is on the board. And, and Rich, I'm a little hurt. These are NFL delivered shirts, and because I got a medium, medium. there's nothing I can do about it. It's okay, okay? No. But some it works out. Some of us down. try to hit a gym, and some of us don't. If you want to be aggressive here, I just, you know what I'm saying? No, we got the same color shirt on, but that's, that's about where it is right there. The Put them on the clock. Put them on the clock. It's all right. So anyway, on the clock. Clock. no, no, please, please. The, the your 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 high school rants at me are just. I, <laughs> so Rich, you're on the you're on right now, yes. ready to pick for the New York Giants. However, what we did for you, yes, is we got a very notable New Yorker who's got some very succinct advice for you. Okay, let's listen. So you messed this up, Rich. You will not be able to walk in this city. 
you will not be able to eat the food of this city. You will not be able to have a peaceful night's sleep in this city. So, Rich, don't mess it up, buddy. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's the same Michael Strahan. That's going to be one of my three guests on the Rich Eisen draft special Wednesday night at 9 Eastern time on NFL Network. That same Michael Strahan. One and the same. One and the same. Hey, listen, there may be an I and Rich and Eisen great for a reason. Right there. Uh, okay. So here we go. Uh, obviously, the, um, the pick is important. Uh, Alec Ogletree is still sitting there. Still there. Okay. Uh, but I don't know if he's a fit based on, you know, what happened maybe off the field mm-hmm. recently. The Mara family, as we all know, and Tom Coughlin likes you to be five minutes early to be on time. That may not be uh, a fit. And the one guy that I need to help is clearly the most expensive guy, the piece of Tiffany, the China that we are trying to protect. And we've been trying to think about him. Our esteemed commissioners been telling us to think about this guy all uh, mock draft long. And not only thinking about big him, guy. I am making DJ Fluker no. a there New York go. football giant. DJ Fluker. There you go. Tell us a little bit why. You've got to protect Eli. Yes, I've got to protect Eli. You've got some age on the right side. You've got some serious offensive line issues uh, for the Giants right now. And I'm going to go with a kid from Alabama. Plug and play, as they say. A guy who knows how to play at the pro level because Nick, I like Nick Saban. If I'm Tom Coughlin, I like this, even though this might be sending a shot across the son-in-law bow a little bit right here. It could be creating a little bit of a, an issue. Especially since he might ultimately end up being a guard. So. I understand that. So I, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go yeah. with, yeah. with Fluker here. You know what I like about the pick is, is not just the protection of Eli, but this guy is also one of the best run blockers in the yes. draft, and, and that was something the Giants yeah, struggled with yep. last year. So All right. a, lot a, man, right a lot of solid pick right there. A lot of man right there. Now it's your turn to start. All right, Melissa Stark. Okay, well, I was also looking at Fluker, so I've got the Chicago Bears. Uh, I was looking to help Jay Cutler, who is trying to get a new contract and gets hit a lot. Um, but I'm going to look at the linebacker situation because that's also a situation. Tail. Let me hear it. might be a little help. Let me hear it. Well, I too. First tail mention of the month. Well, you've got Ogletree, who who. Yes. We're going to not look at, and we're going to go with Manti Teo. Oh! 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 Trying to make a splash. You did. Oh! And you won't ask me why I chose that, will you? Oh. Why did you choose that? <laughs> <laughs> Was it the proximity to South Bend in Chicago? I mean, it's a bus ride up the road, right? See how much how much money he can make the fans there, Absolutely. Michael? Absolutely. Right? Okay. Actually, you know, no, that's obviously out. a solid pick with, with <laughs> losing a couple linebackers, and including our locker in the mm-hmm. middle. Yep. Here's a guy that can galvanize a locker room who's going to take some abuse early on. But I'm with you, Melissa. I, I think ultimately over time, he's going to be a heck of an NFL player. You say galvanize a locker room, especially the proximity to the Notre Dame is going to make it even worse. After the Sand- I mean, the uh, Tebow fiasco last year in the Jets locker room, how tired are the Bears going to be? of answering questions about the rookie kid all through training camp. That's going to be a big distraction. I don't think I it'll go as long home. as Tebow. I think the Tebow thing has a whole different life to it. I think, I think this guy, if he goes out and plays well right in the beginning, it dies quickly. He plugs the hole on the first, third, and short. It's all week forgotten. one, it's it, all it, cha- it changes the whole dynamic. Right. Tebow <laughs> kept going because he never gave him anything. By the way, he's been asked that question by all 32 teams. What's, what's it going to be like when, when, they, when they get on you in the locker room? I've heard him make the answer <laughs> 
He's got to it. a coach personally uh, one day, and he basically looked him in the eye and said, you know what? He said, I know I'm going to take some heat, and, and all I can do is keep my mouth shut and play hard and win them all over. That's all you can do. And that's a really good If he answer. plays well, Dave, it dies. Yeah. If he doesn't play well, the thing just continues to rattle yeah. around. Erlacher and, and, wasn't and it, running real well late in his career. Yeah. And, you know, so, all right, Jermichael Michael Finley. He's not running real well, so it's good. <laughs> I hear you. And, and from a range perspective, I think most people running. thought that he's the interest running. in Teo would start at 19 with the Giants. Yep. Rich yep. made a reference <clears> to linebacker. Uh, number 20 with Chicago. I think Rick Spielman, the GM of Minnesota, is a little yeah. upset He's because little he hot. likes Notre Dame players and Jasper Brinkley's gone. So hot. Teo's gone. So with that as a backdrop, Coach Mariucci, mm-hmm. Cincinnati at 21. How do they get over the hump now? They've been to the playoffs two years in a row, been beaten by Houston. Yeah, and there was a couple guys that just went that I was going to consider because a fluker, even a Manti Taylor. Remember Vontez Perfect? They got a lot of mile. He was their leading tackler last year, ran a five flat. But uh, they re-signed Ray Maluga. So we need a running back, but I'm a little worried about drafting a running back this soon. Um, I've got a good young quarterback that can light it up a little bit with A.J. Green who can light it up a little bit. And I might want another guy... There's one highly rated player on my board still named Sheldon Richardson that I love, but hang on a minute. But Mike Zimmer's a heck of a coach, and he's just going to have to make do right now with what we, he has. You know? Like he has been. Hey, hey, Gino Atkins, <laughs> so here's what I'm going to do. Sooner or later, I'll get a weapon that can score points and get us over okay. that proverbial hump. Yeah. Patterson? Yes, Cordero oh, from Tennessee, yeah. Patterson. Wow. Game changers, right? We yep, love them, yep. huh, Michael? That's what I like that. This guy can do everything. Coach him up. Is he, is, does he have an upside? Absolutely. He can return kicks. He can return punts. He can score. He can run. He can throw. They probably ask him to sell popcorn. This guy does everything. Popcorn. He just needs coaching, a little maturing, and some time. I love this kid. He's going to need some reps. He's going to need time, which you're talking about. But I think the key is get the ball in his hands. Get yep. creative, right, Coach? The ball's got to get in his hands. Yeah, and they will because okay. they're going to have weapons galore now uh, with that passing game, and I like their chances. Charles Two Davis. Tennessee guys, and now you bummed Charles, out. Now uh, we're going Tennessee to Tennessee. And, and, and Charles Davis, now. number 22. And somewhere in St. Louis, Sam Bradford just wept. <laughs> I don't know. You may be a UT guy, but the, the coach is a USC guy. Let's yeah. be honest here. Charles, but you but are Sam, now on the clock, brother. But Sam Bradford is saying, what are you going to do to help me? All right? We passed. You, know, you made the deal that RG3 come in, go somewhere else. You said you believe in me. What are you giving me? I need receivers. I need people. But guess what? With Patterson no longer there, you don't even have to consider that anymore. The USC head coach, Jeff Fisher, is a defensive guy. And there's a stud in state that has not been picked yet. And frankly, I'm surprised he's still on the board sitting there at 22. A big big guy by the name of Sheldon Richardson who will go in there with Michael Brockers now Mm -hmm. and give them a heck of a tandem inside. Sheldon Richardson, Missouri. I love that. That's a really good guy, boy. You want to talk about oh, yeah. value, oh, yeah. you get Sheldon Richardson at 22, and he, you it, pair him inside, as, as you said, with Brocker as a first-round pick. And right? he'll tell you all about it, too, Sheldon will. Oh, oh yeah. He'll tell you every bit of but it. But you know what? He's in a good defensive line room. Yes, he is. You know, he's got Chris Long in there. He's, he's got some he's got guys. Brockers. He's, he's got, got, got some guys that have been there. The young, youngster out of North Carolina. That, that, that's a good pick right there. I love it. That, that could Coach be a heck of a front. Yeah, that's a great front, Charles. Coach Billick. Yeah, Rick Spielman's sitting there, the Vikings sitting there, and they're going, hmm, 23 angry. and 25. What yeah. do you do? Yeah, you, you pull the, the rug out from under me on a couple <laughs> guys that obviously would have fit. Manti Teo on the inside, like you talked about, uh, would have been a good one. I, uh, I've got the two picks 
of which I know my other one's going to cover me here. Who's got uh, Charles? I know you're going to. I got your back. So we we need a defensive tackle. We've got to have a wide receiver to to account for Percy Harvin, who I think Cordero Passon might have been able to, you know, emulate to a degree. Uh, But I know what it was when we had this thing going. I had Kevin Williams inside. I had a huge presence. I need that inside presence. I think Sylvester Williams combined with Kevin Williams gives me that old Minnesota Viking inside. You're not going to run inside. Uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe they can recapture some of that dominance on the front seven they used to have. I yeah, like him. He, he, he can play the free technique. He can slide him over the nose if you want in a sub package. That, that's a solid pick right there and fits a big need. And at this point, 23 put picks in the book. We're going to take a break with Daniel Jeremiah on deck with the Indianapolis Colts. Colts on the clock at number 24. Daniel Jeremiah, what's Ryan Grigson going to do? First of all, I was hoping Rob Lowe was going to introduce my pick. Had Michael Strahan do the Giants. Yes, pick. Right. good try though. Right. Since that didn't happen, I'll go ahead and just make my selection short and sweet here. Tyler Eifert, my highest-rated player, but I can't take him. We took two tight ends last year. I'm going to go to the corner position, take Mike Mayock's highest-rated corner, DJ Hayden from Houston. I like that. Boy, that's a good pick. He's the best. I'm trying to carry favor. I guess. up. Now that's you can't even make fun of DJ Hayden. That might be the best story in this entire draft. It's, it's just, I'm so excited for that kid. Okay. Oh, can I come I'm so back? excited you didn't even Mr. put him on the board. <laughs> can I do it next year? That's so obvious. Wow. <laughs> I think it's working. I think it's working, though. I think it's working. I think you're in there. Yeah. Personally. DJ, hey. I think you're done. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go. Let's move on. Charles? Okay, I get, I get to backstop my, my man there. Coach Billick led us off with Sylvester Williams, big defensive guy up front. I know receivers in need. I know that. But when I look at the receivers that left on the board, that makes it a little bit tough because I'm trying to say, okay, where do I go? Guys that I really liked are already gone. And then, DJ, you killed me because mm-hmm. DJ Hayden was the guy I was going with. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So, Minnesota Vikings, defensive line still needs to improve. Do I go there or do I go receiver? All right. They could use a safety, too. Yeah, they could use a safety. You already passed two don't years ago it. on the draft. Don't 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 no, 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 Mike, he's not making Four. the pick. Go with your jump. Three. Make your pick, Mike. Two. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Charles, you're going to have to defend that pick. Why do you do it, man? I did it because. There's some question marks. I know there's some question marks on him, but I just spent time touring the country and talked with about four defensive coordinators in the Pac-12 who all co-signed off of this kid. I know that he's got to get healthier with the knee. I think he'll run faster as time goes on. Remember, he was just off a of knee surgery. He had, a, he had a hamstring before that. They just love him. Everything about him they absolutely love. I'm going Keenan now, and they need another weapon. That's good call. I talked to Jeff Tedford at the pro day, and he banged the table for him, too. Michael. Yeah, I like Keenan, too. Number 26, I, yeah, I took, I took Michael Irvin, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I you. And, and I did like Keenan. He reminds me. I left him out there for big guy. Uh, listen, with as long as I got Aaron Rodgers, I, I, I'm good. I got everything I need on offense. I was looking at that OT, Justin. Uh, and, then I, and then I thought to myself, well, my guy moves pretty good. Why don't I? And he's going to put a lot of points on the board. Why don't I go on the other side and get me a playmaking safety that can stop teams 
from making plays after my guy Aaron Rodgers drive the field and make a touchdown. So I'm going to take uh, Mark Elam right there. Yeah. Matt, Matt, Elam. Elam. Matt, Matt Elam. Elam. Good pick from the University of Florida. Fits a need on the back end. Has good ball oh skills, which Dom Capers loves. Good and we skills. will come back in just a moment with Rich Eisen on the board for the Houston Texans. All right, Rich, we're on the board with the Houston Texans. Yes, we 27. are. They've lost. They've won a wild card match the last couple of years against Cincy, but then lost in the next round. Again, how do we get over that home? We put up points, Mike like Mayock. It. We put up points. <laughs> I like it, big boy. And we all know we've got to get somebody across from the, the beast from the U. Yes. Correct? Somebody's yes, got yes. to be able yep. to get some pressure off of Andre Johnson. Absolutely. And I take a look at the board. I see Tavon Austin is gone. I see uh, Patterson's gone. I see both UT wide receivers gone. I just saw... Oh, Keenan Allen go off the board. So that leaves me with a couple of guys. I got DeAndre Hopkins of Clemson. Uh, but if I'm Bob McNair, I look at my decision makers and say, what, what about this hotel room in Indianapolis that I heard about? What's the scoop on that? So instead of going with Mr. Starwood, <laughs> I'm going to go with a Woods. And I'm going to go with Robert Woods of USC oh and stick him on the in same field. That, that is what I am doing. He is a new Houston Texan, Michael. Robert Woods lines up across from Andre Johnson, hopefully gives him some relief in the pass game. And, Melissa, you're on board with Denver. Okay, so I'm torn here because we all watched the Broncos secondary get torched by Joe Flacco and the Ravens in the playoffs last season. So I'm thinking to bolster the secondary. Um, But I'm also thinking that they could use another pass rusher for Elvis Dumerville, who also went to the Ravens. I'm going with Bjorn Warner. You're not, Warner. not Werner, but Warner. <laughs> well, it depends on where you're, where you're from. I like his toughness Dean, Dean Werner, and his work Werner. ethic, right. Mike Mayock. Pretty good motor, right? Mm-hmm. Dean, Dean Werner. Okay. Dean Werner. They, they lose Zoomerville in a, uh, in a office game. snafu. Get Bjorn Werner from Florida State, which brings us to DJ Daniel Jeremiah with the New England Patriots. No fourth, fifth, or sixth pick. Atypically for them, pretty important, these first three. Well, Damashek already can't trade back. told us we can't trade back can't trade after back. about a five-minute diatribe <laughs> nice. earlier today. Yeah, right. can't trade back. So I'm not going to go back. that route and tell you all the trades I would have made, even though I know I can't make one. <laughs> so I'm stuck here at 29. <laughs> he swiped you twice across. I could go corner. I, I, I like Jamar Taylor. I'd be interested there. Tyler Eifert somehow is still out there. Bill Belichick could be the guy that says I'm going to play a three-tight end <laughs> offense and just be smarter than everybody else. But I'm going to go with Justin Pugh. I'm going to mm. slide him in at guard. And with Mankins and Pugh, we're going to keep Tom Brady alive for the, for the future. It, like you, it. may, you know, it's really interesting because it's very similar to the Mankins pick years ago when Bill wanted defensive help. The defensive side of the board was obliterated. He ended up getting an all-pro interior offensive line. And here, you'd think he'd want a corner or a safety, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, you look at Jonathan Cyprian, it's interesting, but I remember when, when Logan Mankins came out going into Fresno, I watched a tackle that was tough and athletic, and I, they slide him into guard, and it worked. And yep. Hughes, tough and athletic, a tackle, slide him into guard, and uh, let's keep Tom Brady around a little bit longer. That, that's that's a pretty good pick right there. And now we'll go to the aforementioned Dave Damashek, who typically likes to take us all the way around the world once. What are you going to do, big guy? Clive wanted to make sure that DJ was, <laughs> I knew he was coming was back with his charming personal yarn. <laughs> <of> what <laughs> he saw. I mean, he crushed you. 14 or 15 I mean, he went years. Out he saw it. Well, listen, I think, and by the way, with, with the Patriots, Tyler Eifert, you know, I, is there any chance that, uh, that Belichick and company have already tired of Gronkowski's act and what's going on there and the lingering injury, so on and so forth, that they might uh, not turn the page away from him, but maybe... Uh, they just paid him. They, they just, just paid, paid him. him. No. 
But I, mean, I like no. the way. Keep going. I'm throwing it out there. Dude, you're, a, you're on a backyard. The game is different than it was when Michael and I were playing it. And it's, <laughs> it, it's very much about weapons in offense and trying to slow those guys down. I think the Falcons need to go defensive back here. I think they need to go corner here. And to try and curry favor and ensure my return in uh, 2014, I turn it over to you, Guru Mayock. Jonathan Banks, Desmond Trufant is the name I'm seeing a lot. What name do you think? What corner? Did you just five years? Did you just, do it. Not only, not only did you try to curry favor, but you, you just I showed a very wrong. weak side of Stay yourself. <laughs> you need to stand up. Hang in there. Just do it. 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 I'd like to see the commissioner this combative on the stage at Radio City Music. Really? He would be as Thomas Dimitrov said, would you choose for me? Did you say you'd like to see him combative? Really? All right, guys. Listen, we got the two Super Bowl teams you not watch? on deck. We'll be back in a minute. Where have you been? <laughs> been fun, but we've got the Super Bowl teams on the clock now, and we'll start with Mooch with San Francisco. And Mooch, they've got five of the first 93, including mm-hmm. 31 and 34. So you got to be thinking two picks here, right? In your yep. head, who you got? Who you want to get first? I've got five names on my board that I'm considering for two picks. And some of these names are Jonathan Cyprian over there, the safety. Remember, they lost Golston, right? Yep. yep. And you got uh, Jamar Taylor's a heck of a corner from Boise State's California kid. How about that tight end? I was, I wanted that Tyler Reed. I'm sorry. Zach Ertz. Yeah, exactly. Zach Ertz from Stanford. Who Jimmy recruited. Yeah, so he's a possibility. Might be a little early, but maybe not on the 34. Okay, but come there's on, a guy. There's a guy come that's going to corner because we need corners because yep. we have a lot of quarterbacks now okay. in this division. I'm going to take Desmond Trufant from Washington. All right. Desmond All right. Trufant. Is now a San Francisco 49er, quick-footed corner. Think he can start on the edge. If not, he can play inside. Brian Billick, the Super Bowl champion, Baltimore Ravens. Fozzie's right where he wants to be. He can, he's one of the uh, true guys that really does take the cliche best player on the board because they can afford to do that. That kid, Leon Sandcastle, reminds yes. me too much of a guy I coached. Yes. And he wore me out. So, <laughs> I'm going. I'm still. I'm going to go. Everybody's talking inside linebacker. I thought Manti Teo might get there. I think Kevin Mentor would be a good. Uh, remind you a little bit. Be careful there. Remind you of a little bit of Ray Lewis in terms of very active. A little undersized, but very active. I like the pick. I mean, you're, you're looking safety inside linebacker. Maybe some front seven depth. Did either of you guys, Mooch or Coach, did either of you guys think about Dayton Jones or Marcus Hunt? You're both three, yes. four teams, and they're heck of a football player. Yeah, you know, I was thinking of seeing, you know, you lose Isaac Sopoaga and the French guy there, uh, Ricky Jean-Francois. <laughs> and you got, and you got, you got some holes over there to fill on the defensive line. So those kind of guys. Jones is too inconsistent. Maybe, Who did you take? Maybe 34, uh, though. Kevin Minter. Minter. Linebacker. Solid 34, though. player, man. Okay. There you go. All right, I'll tell you what. Actually a little better than I anticipated, guys. I thought that was pretty darn solid effort. Why did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> Obvious reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry, really? we're getting here. Really? Hello? 
when I look at this board and I look for my best value on the board, I'm kind of drawn over this way. And what I'm seeing, you know, I love Charles' pick here. I think Sheldon Richardson at 22 is stealing, and, and I think St. Louis would love that. However, and I hate to do this because Damashek didn't have a clue, and, and I can't, I, you know, there's an asterisk next to this whole thing, but, but I think if Atlanta's on the clock and Tyler Eifert's sitting there, I, I think they're sprinting, sprinting up there and providing yet another weapon for Matt Ryan. Now, so Damashek, don't get cut. That, that was a community pick, by the way. Now takes a village. <laughs> Folks, we got two minutes left, and, and I want to make sure that that for for our Hall of Famer here, we, we reserve the some time for him. <laughs> we just went from the best value to the biggest reach, and and for me, Michael Irvin started us off early at pick number two, and Geno Smith. And while I understand Michael, kind of the overall thought thought process, new coach. New GM, let's start new with a new quarterback. For young, me, there's, good, receiver. There, there's way too much bad tape, and I also know that there's some pretty good quarterbacks coming out next year's draft, and I'm probably not going to be very good again this year. So I think I would have gone offensive tackle, uh, which would have been Jokel or Sharif Floyd. But I understand where you're going. The interesting thing is I think had you not picked him here, he'd have made it all the way through our round. Would anybody have picked him at their picks? I might anybody. have. Eagles. Where? The Eagles. Oh, you would have taken him at four. Mm. Two or four. Another okay. reach. Mm. That's another reach. <laughs> we have two reaches. Especially. Now, you know the Jets at 9 and 13 would have been talking. There would have been a, a, a conversation with them since they could parlay 9 and 13. I just can't and, and I had nine, and I wasn't how, how do we like this? Do we, do, we like Ming, do we like going defense with those two? That's what really struck out me. Yep. I mean, if, if I'm the Jets, I want to prop up Sanchez in that offense. Yeah, but if and I'm, we went if, two if, defense. If, they're win on defense. if I'm Rex Ryan, I want to go out with my Blazes of glory, you know. By the way, before we, we, we finish Speaking up, speaking of blazes of glory, yeah, I want to. I just want to commend you. Your 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 command of the draft was Goodellian. Your shirt was Hopkulian. I just want to. I just want to make sure that Guns everybody up, understands I that to get my safety pins out. did a great job. Hey, well thanks very much. I really appreciate uh, it. Can we, get, can we get a tight shot of? Uh, no. Look at guns. Guns, guns up, baby. Come on now. You, you don't get guns like that waiting for the bus, baby. That's all I know. Listen, nice job, everybody. This is really much better than I expected. Tavon Austin sitting there. What, what a great shot in the arm for Buffalo. Fifth annual NFL.com draft. Mock draft is in the books. Great job by everybody. We enjoyed it. Thanks Thank very you, much. Mike. All right. Good job. All right. I want to thank uh, Chris Law for helping uh, out here in New York City and uh, putting together that fantastic mock draft. Some interesting picks. Michael Irvin going with Geno Smith at two. If that happens on Thursday night, all holy heck is going to break loose in Radio City Music. All the dominoes that will tumble off of that will be insane, to say the least. The, con- uh, the control room in Culver was not ready for that they pick. They were not ready for that pick. Chris Long? Okay. <laughs> Very good, but thank you again for, for what you did. Some fun times. A lot, a lot of other help. I, I was the Throw it out there. Producer, but you know, Matt Lathrop helped me out a ton in Culver City, the old producer of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Alex Wilk here in New York, our coordinating producer, Mark Brady, Dylan Milner. Too many people to name, but a, a ton of people helped. So Haitham Kalani on graphics, killing it. So good stuff, guys. Thank you to all and those who, uh, and Puma, Puma Nelson as well, running a, running a great show from, that, from the stage point of view. There the he nicest is. gentleman I've ever, ever met. Of all time. Although he is not wearing Pumas here in league headquarters because it is, it's, you know, it's corporate. It's corporate <laughs> here. This is co- corporate as Pumas ever looked. So uh, good, for, good on you and good on uh, everyone else uh, who helped put the TV show together, which, again, was on 
uh, Wednesday night at 9 Eastern time. And um, you can download the audio version of Mike Chats from New York City with the commissioner, Josh Charles, the actor, and Michael Strahan, the new television host and a former uh, standout monster of the New York Giants defensive line. That's all on NFL.com and also on iTunes. Thank you, Chris Long. You're welcome. I'm on a plane back to L.A. for the actual draft. Good for you, sir. See you. Uh, I will be coming to you from Radio City Music Hall Thursday night and then Friday and Saturday. Enjoy the draft, everyone. And for all of us here at the Medill School of Journalism, thanks for joining us. I'm Richard Eisen. Stay listening, friends. <laughs>